Yes, welcome to Pushing Rubber Podcast episode, what is it? Episode 147, 147. This is Adam Piggott, your host with the most. <gasps> Coming to you from the Netherlands on a Saturday afternoon. It's a very nice, uh, almost summer day. We're still in spring by about two days. And then we're going to go to summer. And then, of course, it will stop being warm because, you know, global warmings. Now, today's a very special day. I have a guest with me. Uh, and we're going to give him a, a non de plume. He doesn't want to talk under his real name because he's a, uh, a very scared individual, uh, terrified of the consequences of uh, speaking out in this day and age. Um, and he's a tan man, so he's, uh, he's got, uh, well, we'll go into the genetics of the individual sitting next to me. Um, the non de plume that we've selected for him, we were going to go with Donald, but we decided Uncle Tom yes, is uh, is much more uh, much more uh, appropriate. Uh, so, Uncle Tom, welcome to Pushing Rubber Podcast. Thank, Thank you for you coming. Very much. Thank you very much. So, um, tell me about yourself. Um, you you have, tell me about your uh, tribal background. Yeah. So my mum is white. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yes, I am. Okay. I've seen the pictures. All right. <laughs> and my dad has uh, African origin. Okay, what part of Africa? Uh, South, South Africa. Okay, yeah. so South South Africa yeah, is yeah, in the, the country, country South yeah, Africa, yeah. right, yeah. okay. Um, and you were born in Holland? Yep. You grew up in Holland? Yes, I did. Do you speak Dutch? Yeah, do it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I speak Netherlands, yeah. yeah. How's my Dutch? Uh, it's getting there. No, yeah. it's not. It's really shit, isn't it? No, it's getting there. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. Um, and, and you're my black friend. Yes, I am. Like, it's a bit of a tokenism thing, isn't it? It's, it's uh, on a voluntary basis, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to have one. <laughs> yeah. Because if I don't have a black friend, then, you know, I'm a, I'm a... You have no right of speech. No, I'm a racist. Yeah. 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 So I can say now, when people say I'm a racist, I can point to you, Uncle Tom. Yeah. And, uh, and say, no, I'm not. Because here it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, I don't actually like you for you. Yeah. No. Uh, I, it, it's a, you know, you, you fill a need. Yeah. Fulfill a need. Yeah. In that sense. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to say, don't you beat me no more. Yeah. <laughs> don't you beat me no more. <laughs> he was a good master. So I've got uh, Uncle Tom down with us uh, today because obviously the last few weeks in the world, we've seen a lot of this Black Lives Matter stuff. Uh, and I was talking to you uh, a couple of weeks ago about this and you were telling me about some of the... Um, uh, experiences with your with your with your girlfriend yeah. amongst other things, and I thought it'd be a good idea to get you down on the podcast um, to prove to everyone that I'm not racist at all. I'm just racially aware. I do have a black friend, even if he's only half black, which is pretty disappointing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have you couldn't have gone all out a bit more for me there. I'm the hybrid. You're the hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just call you a Prius. That's okay. Is it? Yeah, that's okay. Really? Yeah, call me Prius. Okay, what colour would you be if you were a Prius? Brown. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> so, give me your thoughts on Black Lives Matter. Well, I'm not going to say it's bullshit because that would um, uh, cause people to uh, go into resistance. Um, I think there are a number of basic principles that, that we overlook. Just so you know, my yeah. audience won't go into a resistance <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> if you call it bullshit. Okay. Yeah. You're not okay. dealing with people who read the Huffington Post here. Okay. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the Netherlands, it's bullshit. Why? 
Well, because uh, well, let's start in the U.S. I've been there only once, so uh, I can't really judge. Yeah, but what I can judge is Holland, and you can compare this beautiful country, this open and tolerant country, with the States. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think uh, everyone has a fair chance here, and if that's not the case, then it's based upon uh, how rich are your parents. So it's not a cultural or race thing; it's a, it's a financial thing. Mm. Which is like the same thing everywhere. A class thing. A class thing, yeah. Yeah. So not not so much as not a race thing. Okay. So, but then you're saying then that that in America it is a thing. Uh, as far as I can judge, could be. Okay. Yeah, but um, also because of the the class thing, you know, uh, the blacks, the Hispanics, uh, they are in the lower class. So are they? I think so. I saw a movie with Danny Glover the other day. <laughs> what? Is he Lethal Weapon? Le- oh man, that's a, that's a lot. How old are you? I'm old. <laughs> but Danny Glover's yeah. in it. I think he got paid a lot of money. Yeah, well, that's... A, man, you know, that's another thing. All these, these high-ranked uh, colored people, these actors, and complaining... What are you complaining about, man? Yeah. You're on the top of the ladder. Yeah. Do you think they have to complain so that they? Of course, they have to because because uh, of, and they have to fo- have their uh, Instagram followers and they have to uh, represent whoever they feel the need to represent. But yeah, they're a league of their own. Just like Hamilton, you know, he he acts like he's offended, but but he's the example that as a colored person you can reach everything what you want as long as you try as hard as the white guy. Yeah, and that's that's a total issue. But the, but the colored guy doesn't even have to try as hard as the white guy these days, does he? No. All right. No. So he'll, he'll... I mean, in Holland, you guys have quota systems for uh, things like the police force and that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. For blacks, for women, all those. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Disabled. So if, you're, if you've got, like, one leg and you're in Which a wheelchair... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but the thing is that uh, this, this is just the, the government trying to cover up their own mistakes because... Like 30, 40 years ago, uh, when, for instance, uh, when uh, a lot of Moroccan uh, people came in the country, well, they've, they've been coming in earlier, but um, as a government, if you say, okay, this is our country, this is our, these are our habits, uh, adapt, yeah. and you're welcome. If they would have done that, then now the quotum wouldn't have been necessary because then on a natural way, they would have come to the, to the places where they want to. The government didn't do that, those people don't want to, so you have a big difference between the Dutch people and the people who don't, don't want to adapt. Mm-hmm. And now we, and, and I guess I say we, but now the quotum uh, says you have to hire so many blacks, you have to hire so many women, and this is, this is not good. But hiring women hasn't got anything to do with adapting though, has it? Um, no. Not with adapting. So maybe there's something else going on here. You look at it another way. If you think it's a failure to adapt, I understand what you're saying in Holland about they didn't they didn't uh, require. Uh, in the, you, you spoke about Moroccans, or it could have been other subcultures, yeah. to adapt to the Dutch way of life and become Dutch. But do you think it's possible for them to become Dutch anyway? I mean, is it possible for me to move to Morocco and become Moroccan? I think uh, up to up to a certain extent, extent. Really? Yeah, because so I can move to Japan and become Japanese. 
Well, you stay you stay who you are, of course. Okay, you, and you, you this, don't change and your this personality. Is, but this is what we're talking about, isn't it? Because your personality is based on your tribal identity. It's not separate from that. Mm. Like, if you look at Japan, I think Japan's a really great example to use because they've kept themselves to a monoculture. Mm. I have many ex-colleagues and friends who live in Japan and it's it's quite a normal thing for them as white guys. So gaijin to be out on the streets of Tokyo and Japanese schoolgirls will run up to them and they want to take photos and then they mm. find out that my friends speak Japanese and they're all really oh, unbelievable at that and then they always ask the same question of my friends, so when are you when are you going home? Uh, yeah. yeah, and my friends have lived there for 20 years and they say, "Oh, we live in Japan." And the and the, and the school kids are like, "Huh?" Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So my friends have lived there for 20, 25 years. And look at it this way. I lived in Italy for 10 years. I learned the language. Yeah. I had businesses. I hired Italians. I only had Italian friends apart from yeah. one crazy English girl. And she was just the crazy English girl that has to be in every group. Every group's got one. Um, but after 10 years, could I possibly call myself Italian? When you look at me, do you think I'm Italian? Mm. If I walked around saying I'm Italian... What what would you what would you think? You can you can be you're, brutal here. You're a nutter. <laughs> <laughs> you're a nutter. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, so I know what so you mean. so we're bringing in we're bringing in these these. Look, all right. I'll, I'll put it a completely different way. Yeah. Were you were you just touching me? I did. I was just touching, <laughs> just touching me. Is that is that the one point five meter distance? Are you worried about that? I've got a very long knee. Okay. <laughs> oh, it wasn't your knee. Huh? <laughs> all right. So I'm in Holland. Yeah. Can I become Dutch? And if there's anyone who looks closer to a Dutchman than me, I mean, you know, I look pretty close to yeah. what a Dutchman. Ah, very simple. You stay who you are, but you but you uh, take some of the habits, you take some of the culture, but you, of course you stay who you are. So you're not Dutch. You're not Dutch. No. Your passport still says uh, wherever you're from. No, I mean, even if my passport says Dutch, <laughs> yeah. do you think I'm Dutch? No, 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 I know what you I mean. can't be Dutch, can no. I? No, 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 no. And this is the whole thing. This is the lie of civic nationalism, that you can become a national by a piece of paper, but yeah. it's got nothing to do with paper, is it? No. It's got to do with culture and your tribe. I don't like to use the word race anymore, because race means actually human beings. We're all human beings. Mm. We are actually all one race, but we're all different tribes. We come from different mm. nations. And that's what it says in the Bible. The Bible always, always says about different tribes, different nations. God separated everyone, gave them different languages. They all have their own, own, own way to go. Mm -hmm. And now we're mixing them all up, and it turns out it's not working out too well, is it? No. Now you're in a really tricky situation though, because you've got a black father, yeah, and a white mother, yeah. So you've got a foot in each camp, mm -hmm. yeah. So. You can't call yourself white, mm -hmm. but you can't call yourself truly black either, can you? No. So, where does that put you in in the whole sphere of things? I mean, in twenty years ago, it wasn't an issue no. because they weren't making an issue out of mm -hmm. out of tribes, cultures, and and yeah. nations. But now it's happening. Yeah. So, if you go to the black guys, they're probably going to say, "Well, you know, see you later, cracker." Yeah. And if you go to the white guys, you know. So, hard question, but... Well, it, 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 uh, it's starting to get uh, into my head for, 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 to start with. 
because uh, I've lived my life here in this country without any problems. Yeah. I haven't had one single racism or uh, experience. Yeah. None. Um, but because of this thing that's going on now, which is to me, it's segregating people. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, people, so are, people are being forced to choose sides. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. And I, I don't want to choose any side. I just want to be me. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my uh, Dutch parts and with my colored parts and uh, whatever I ha- parts I have, yeah. Uh, but we're forced into uh, into, uh, into, a into a group, yeah, into a box with a stamp on it. This is what you are. This is what you are. And they're screaming that we shouldn't do that, but that's what they're doing. Yeah, the ones that were screaming we shouldn't do it are the ones who are actually doing it the exactly, most. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We don't want racism, but you've got to hire black people. Well, hang on a sec. If you yeah. if you're hiring people by the color of their skin, yeah. Exactly. Isn't exactly. that isn't that just somewhat uh, racially aware? Yeah, and in my girlfriend's uh, work, she works in a, in a very high class uh, accountancy or, or um, company worldwide, and uh, so they've hired this uh, African girl, and her previous job was uh, working at the cash register. So okay. no qualifications whatsoever, but meeting the quota. And this results in uh, her doing uh, uh, a 50% job, yeah. which my girlfriend has to cover for. Um, and, and this creates friction on the work floor. Mm. And also these people, they know that they are not there for the right reasons. They know this. So this gives them a, a feeling of uh, maybe insecurity or looking at the others like, they must be talking about me. Inferiority. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So and they're right, because they are talking about them. Um, yeah. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. And um, so it's, it's, I can't imagine how this is good. You have to be in the right place because you have the right qualifications and you have to work for it, you have to learn, you have to study, you have to do whatever everyone else has to do. You're quite successful in your field. I mean, we won't say what it is now because mm. we, we, you know, we're keeping mm. your identity uh, secret. Mm. Um, you've worked your ass off to get where you are. Mm-hmm. And you've done very well with that. Mm-hmm. But now people are being hired more or less yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, it feels un- unfair. Yeah. It feels unfair. Okay. And you've got a job that's rather uh, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one thing for an accountant to be at 50%, but it's not. It's another thing for... My, uh, yeah. 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 And there's nothing I can do about it. Right. But getting frustrated. Okay. So tell me about the... Tell me about this story with your girlfriend yeah uh and she had a bit of an altercation a couple weeks ago with one of her best friends exactly so she's been uh friends with this girl for like eight years and your girlfriend's white yeah okay yeah she's white and her friend is uh chinese indonesian right yeah there's a difference uh yeah uh those two cultures think yeah because one looks down on another but we'll get to that later uh and there has never been a problem between these two yeah, my girlfriend and her friends. Well, they're friends. They're friends. If you have problems, you're not friends generally, are you? Exactly. So, and then of course, because of this uh, whole BLM thing, uh, they now do have a problem. So again, tell me how that came about. Well, uh, of course, you had that uh, the BLM um, uh, protest going on in, in the states, and then it came to Europe, etc., etc. And then my girlfriend's friend, she um, uh, went to the protest. And so she started talking about it with my with my girlfriend, and then started started 
then my girlfriend said, oh, I don't understand why you went there. And then she said, well, you don't, you don't understand because you, you have white privilege. <laughs> you know, that one. She used that white privilege. privilege. Yeah. yeah. And then my girlfriend felt offended and put in a box like racist and you can't speak about it because you are white. So actually her, your girlfriend's friend, by, by accusing you of having white privilege, was being racist at that time. That is the definition of being racist, yeah, and discrimination. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, so, th- so this is a problem now. And, and every discussion, if you come up with arguments, it ends up with white white uh, privilege or right. supremacy even. okay so it's the it's the lazy the lazy way out of uh, the, the lazy way of not having to formulate any coherent exactly argument. it's the same thing is is i would say to you right now you are lying and then you say to me no i'm not then i said there you go you're lying yeah it's the same principle yeah and you can you, you can't can break talk. out of it it's, no you it's, can't it's like a circle the, the, the snail the, the snake that and, eats its own tail so exactly and and what it comes down to in my opinion is we have to um, accept the fact fact that it's that every culture, every race uh, is discriminating, has racism in in it, uh, and then that whole sup- white supremacy thing is gone. Well, that's the whole point, isn't it? I mean, racism doesn't exist, but tribes and nations do, and tribes and nations look out for themselves. The Japanese look out for the Japanese. Yeah. The Chinese look out for the Chinese. This is my cave. That's your cave. That's your cave. Yeah. You know. Um, but um, I saw a great little um, cartoon on the internet this morning, and it was. Did you did you, did you, did you have Charlie Brown cartoon when you were with Snoopy? Kid? Snoopy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's the there's the black kid. Yeah, there's the black kid, and the black kid's talking to Linus, and the black kid says, "I like being black," yeah. and then Linus says, "That sounds good," and then Linus says, "I like." being white and the black kid says racist yeah <laughs> exactly exactly and it, the same thing is with the, the, there was an, um, a Dutch TV show with a few black people uh, as, as guests as token guests yeah well you know Holland left uh, so then they, uh, they they got to show a clip so one of the, the black uh, women there Dutch famous singer uh, she uh, requested a, a clip of, uh, of an American a uh, woman uh, who wants who preaches for uh, BLM, and this woman was in a theater with a completely white audience, and she asked the audience, "Stand up if you want to change your life with a black person." What do you mean? Well, that, that was literally the question she Star- asked the audience. Starring in interracial porno? Or, I don't know. How, how do you how do you change your life with I a black a hypothetical, person? Hypothetical. Yeah. Okay. So then no, nobody stood up. And then she said, aha, I got him. I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question again. Um, stand up if you want to change your life with that of a black person. And thus suggesting... That, oh, you mean that, exchange their life? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So yeah. that, and then suggesting that, okay, so nobody wants to stand up, so the black lives must be in a, in a, in a worse place than, than the whites. Yeah. But that's the same thing as... In other words, you're not allowed to like being white. You have to want exactly. to be black. That's, that's the same thing as... Uh, let's say you have got a you've got a Chrysler and I've got a um, a, G, a, a Jeep, mm-hmm. and uh, stand up if you want to have my Jeep. You could be satisfied with your car without not what, liking what, mine. What, what happened? What would happen? Do you think if a white chick went out to a black audience and said, "Stand up if you want to be white"? Do you think the blacks are getting to their feet? Yeah, well, of course not. No, no, they're not, are they? No, no, because everyone likes their own tribe. Well, of course they do. Yeah, 
which is which is good, which yeah. is fine. So is your girlfriend still friends with this uh, Chinese slash Indonesian slash whatever? Well, that's that's just the thing that bothers me about it. Yes, they are, but my girlfriend had to say, sorry. Never say sorry. I know, I know, but that's that's the the flow this country is in, you know. You have to say sorry. Or you have to you have to feel guilt for what? Mm. Our government. Is How could your girlfriend be racist? She's dating you. And not and and I, believe me, and I'm not the first black guy she's dating. <laughs> in Amsterdam, you have a part where a lot of black guys live. Yeah, the okay. southeast part, and that's where her former boyfriend. So don't live there. Um, so don't live there. No, but that's that's where her former boyfriend uh, came from. Fact, and um, um, uh, she she experienced racism towards her a lot there okay. as a white girl. Yeah, yeah. So don't talk about white privilege. Racism is. Everyone can experience it. So yes, you can say as a white person, uh, I, I, I can understand how you feel or I don't understand why you uh, experience it because it's not here. But you can't say that as a white person because you're not allowed to now. Yeah, you're not allowed to. But yeah. So the whites are actually oppressed, aren't they? In their own country because Holland's a white country. Supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, but Holland doesn't have a backbone. This so, country doesn't have a backbone. So where do you think it's going to end up? I think my daughter uh, is going to wear uh, a, a burqa. Maybe. Okay. Uh, we, we we gave this country away, man. It's gone. And uh, I can remember when the first first mosques came to Holland, and now in Amsterdam you've got two huge mosques, and they're calling for prayer uh, through uh, loudspeakers. So in the neighborhood, it's like like Turkey. It's like Ankara. It's. And you think the Dutch won't wake up on this? You said you said that Holland's left. Yeah. So Geert Wilders is the uh, is the far right politician here. Geert Wilders, Thierry Baudet. But yeah, I don't know uh, if 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 those are real politicians. You know why? Because how come that all the right wing politicians uh, act stupid? Why can't we have a right wing pol- uh, politician with brains, with with a nice way of talking? Like Trump. Like Trump. Trump, <laughs> no, but like Trump, you know, yeah. or like we had Pim Fortuyn, yeah. got who got killed. He got killed. Yeah, so they killed the actual good ones. Of course they did. Of course they did, and 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 they they have these excuse right wing politicians so they can say, you see, everyone who votes for them, they are stupid, blah blah blah. Ah, this country is just gone. It's gone. Really? Yeah. I think we, because because the, the like in France, the the people stand up. You know, they fight. Dutch people don't fight. Well, we saw that in World War Two. But don't chick. Hey, listen to our national anthem. What does it say? It says, um, uh, we are from German blood and we praise the king of Spain. Okay. Sounds, really? Sounds like you're a bit confused. <laughs> the last time this country had balls was uh, when they... Uh, when they went to Suriname and to uh, Indonesia to get uh, to get the slaves, and 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 they're, and they're, and they're so they're so full of angst about it now, aren't they? They can't be more sorry. Yeah, the, our government is, is they they're asking our government to say sorry for something that happened 150 years ago. Yeah, the Bible says you know that the sons shall not inherit the sins of their fathers, mm-hmm. but it seems like uh, they want to do that, and it nothing ever good happens from it, does it? You know what's the funny thing? There's this this African guy. His name is uh, Aquasi, and 
he he's one of the BLM leaders. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, on, on every left TV show, he's he's a, he's a guest, and he can say his thing, of course, and he can promote his left uh, bullshit. And now they find found out, and he said it's true that his uh, ancestors were uh, uh, from Ghana, and they were slave traders. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. You mean black people traded in slaves? Oh yes, sir. Black <laughs> people. So. <laughs> And if you confront him with that, he said, but you can't blame me for it. Okay, okay. But, but he can blame the, the white people now for. Yeah. So, you know, it's all hypocritical. It's all about power. Of course. So we've got, we've got a power play at the moment and we've got a vacuum of power in Holland because the, the, Dutch, the Dutch government's so weak. Yeah. Are the Dutch people that weak as well? I mean, I made a joke about World War II before, but it wasn't fair. I mean, the Dutch were very strong in World War II with the resistance... Mm-hmm. Uh, and that sort of thing. Yeah, but they also sold a lot of Jews to the Germans. Well, yeah, yeah. that's a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. You know? <laughs> you know why they are weak? If you take blackface, for instance, this has been part of our culture for years and years. Okay, and years. so you're talking, just so the listeners know, ah. uh, you're talking about the Black Pete? Black Pete, yeah. Uh, so explain what Black Pete is. Yeah, so we've got our uh, annual um, uh, um, holiday, which is uh, what we call Sinterklaas and Black Pete. And Sinterklaas is... Um, this is in December, this is around Christmas time. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the 5th of December, so it's a little bit before Christmas time, before the fat guy comes in. <laughs> um, and this, of course, Sinterklaas is a, is a white guy and he has uh, Black Pete, black faces around him that uh, bring... bring presence to the to the but kids. These, these are his helpers who they've come down the chimney yeah. and their face has got black from because the of soot. That. Yeah. yeah 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 it's not because they're little black kids no no and now they're they're saying that's racist and blah 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 so within five years bump gone it's not gone yet though is it uh almost almost tv shows don't do it anymore a lot of cities banned uh, blackface just because one small group of uh whiners say they feel I wouldn't call them whiners I would actually call them foreign agitators they're trying to destroy the cultural makeup of the nation aren't they yeah but do but yes they profit from this nation yeah but they just try they're trying to they're, yeah. it's a power play like we've spoken about yeah it's all about power yeah so if I can your your girlfriend's friend mm-hmm. in inverted commas commas did a power play with your girlfriend by mm-hmm. making her say sorry yeah. She's now got power over your girlfriend. Yeah. In the future, she'll use it again. It won't stop here. And I your girlfriend so, will yeah. have to say sorry again. Yeah. They call it the Dane Guild. So the, the Danes were the Vikings. They used to raid the English towns. But the Danes, eh, you know, they were pretty smart. They said, if you pay us money, if you pay us the Geld, then we won't raid you this mm-hmm. next time. So you pay the Dane Guild. But if you pay the Dane the Dane Guild, then you're always going to be paying the Excellent. Dane Guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't stop because they because they know you've given in. They know you're weak. They know you can, exactly. if they got it out of you once. Exactly. I've said this when this black black beat blackface thing started. I said, if we're going to start this, I say we because I feel I'm Dutch. If 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 you, if we're going to start this, they're going to take more and more and more. Hmm. This is five or six years ago. They they were just trying to get black beat out. And now they're talking about getting statues down. Mm. Uh, the the fronts of almost all kennel houses in Amsterdam uh, remind back to uh, VOC times or slavery. 
Even the mayor's house is built by a slave trader, so we have to take that down as well. So you know, they're, destroy, they're destroying the cultural identity. The history, yeah. yeah. The history and that's the whole point because history is <coughs> the nation it's the cultural identity exactly. if you can destroy the history then the dutch people have no claim over their own land exactly. and now the newcomers can take it for themselves exactly exactly do you think they'll be successful i can't say um i think uh, if it comes down to blm i think no no because it because it's too superficial yeah, it's too superficial, they're too stupid. Because if you go into discussion with them, they have no real arguments, it's all just feeling. Yeah. But if you look at... So uh, they're a bunch of women. Yeah. It's all, it's all emotions. Yeah, all emotions. And <laughs> you can win all discussions with them easily. Yeah. Uh, however, the Muslims are connected together with a very strong religion. Mm. And they multiply much faster than the Dutch people do. Yeah. And the youngsters get more radical and more radical. Well, if you add those two together... And the, and the, the, the Dutch uh, uh, level of Christianity is dropping. Yeah. Yeah. And you see Dutch girls now with... Uh, how do you say that? Those covers? Burkas. Yeah, burkas. Ah, that's that's horrible, man. That that really... That's, that's like a, a dagger to my heart. Yeah. But women will always go with the, the strongest. Yeah. They'll go with the conquering males. Yeah. It's a survival instinct. Yeah, I understand it. Yeah. But uh, I think this, I don't know where it's going. But it frightens me. So, whereabouts in Europe then do you think? I mean, do you think it'll get to the point where you'd say, I've got to get out of here? Well, the funny thing is, uh, I do want to get out of here. And then I would go to one of the East European countries. So, Hungary or Czech Hungary, Republic? Yeah, Croatia. Let me be the foreign guy that has to adapt. Yeah, and, and then I'm, you can start saying Black Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hybrid life, uh, Prius life. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Prius life. Yeah. Uh, because I like a country with a dominant culture and still open for others, but adapt. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, fit yeah. in or fuck off. Yeah, five out. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Excellent, mate. Excellent discussion. I think that uh, we've we've discussed a lot about. I mean, I mean about the Netherlands and about. I think uh, a lot of my listeners are from the U.S. and Australia, and they don't really understand what's going on over here. I will say, as an Australian, that Holland is much less down the path of being culturally taken over than Australia is. Mm. Uh, Australia is. If you walk, if I go to a, a a McDonald's here in Holland to get served. 95% of the kids who are working there are blonde, blue-eyed. Mm. Yeah, if you do, if you walk into a Melbourne McDonald's, it's full of Indians. Mm. Uh, if you walk into a Sydney McDonald's, it's full of Chinese. Mm. Yeah, uh, you walk down the streets in these cities, even the rest of Australia, it's it's you're not seeing people that look like me very much anymore. Mm. So if you look at the the actual racial um, percentages uh, between, and the Netherlands has what 18 million people. Yeah. And Australia has 24 million people. So they're, they're kind of comparative-sized populations. Uh, I would say that the Netherlands has still got a long way to go. I think that the Anglo-Saxon countries are going to implode way before here. And when they implode, it might send the message that maybe the whole multiculturalism thing wasn't such a good idea. Yeah. But it happened in Rhodesia. It happened in Kenya. Mm. It happened in South Africa. And no one up here gave a fuck. Mm. So... Maybe it won't mean anything at all. 
the aspect that frightens me about this whole process is that it's so forced upon us that there must be some agenda behind it. Yeah. We call it globo homo. Uh, globe glo- Globo homo. So globalism. Yeah. Yeah. So the EU yeah. is a big... Uh, and it's uh, we say homo because they keep pushing the whole gay agenda as one of their, oh, their man, ways of being, also of being deviants. Uh, so globo homo is, is behind a lot of this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think I think the underlying the underlying um, cause is it's a battle between good and evil. It's a battle between God and Satan, and they're separate minions on this earth. And it's been going on for two thousand years. Uh, and and if you look at you look at the way that you mentioned before that the Muslims are a very strong religion, but the Dutch have fallen away from religion, and Holland's now in trouble, it's not a coincidence. Mm. You know, religion does matter, but in the last 50 years we thought that, well, we, we didn't need it anymore. It, it wasn't, it, mm. it doesn't mean anything. We're beyond yeah. it. Yeah. But populations have thought that in the past. Populations thought that in the Bible and didn't go too well for them, mm. as it turned out. So what do you think is going on in Holland? Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I like I like the Dutch. You are a very strange bunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, very unique, and I think that that could be a saving. I mean, if you look at, I've got a book called Undutchables huh. that an ex-Dutch girlfriend gave to me many years ago, and it's got about twenty or thirty chapters in about all the different uh, attributes and cultural, you know, peculiarities of the Dutch. Mm-hmm. And so, when you look at a typical Dutchman, you can say that you know they eat certain foods, they have certain behaviours. You know, you have King's Day. You dress in orange, you know. I really love how in Holland, uh, so many houses have the national have the spot to put yeah. the flag yeah. outside. I mean, you you walk down certain streets and there's Dutch flags everywhere. Like, even though you're being assaulted on all sides by Globo Homo, yeah. the Dutch cultural identity is still there and it's still strong. So yes, they've got Black Pete, but there's so much other stuff that I can say you're Dutch. Mm. And you cross the border into Germany and it's not even close. And you cross the border into Belgium or France and it's not even close. So you guys have a strong cultural identity and I see that with the guys that I work with at work Mm. um, and, and, and how they approach things and what they bring to the table and what they do in their spare time. And I think that might be your saving grace. I think that might be the thing that pulls you out of the fire. But you're right. At a certain point, the Dutch will have to find a backbone. And stand up and fight. Exactly. And the last thing, I, I, I don't hope, but I think that's the problem. Never willing to fight. Because mm. it's, it's just compromises. Continuously looking for compromises. The Dangeld. Yeah. They don't say, okay, this is it. This is the country. Yeah. All right, good stuff. That's about 35 minutes. That's how long I like to keep the podcast because people's attention span these days is about the length of, uh, you know, the size of a gnat's lifespan. And i got to go build my cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you beat me no more. <laughs> That's a good nigger. <laughs> you see, as, as long as you can laugh about these things, there's no problem, man. But people forgot humor. People are just, they have long toes. That's what we say in Holland. The first thing that the dictators attack the communists and socialists attack is, is comedians, is the humour. Yeah, because yeah, the, the king had his court jester, mm. yeah? Because the king needed to keep real. 
He would have all his psychophants in his ear, you're the best, you're the best, but he'd have his court jester sitting down there who turned around and he was the comedian. Yeah, and the king needed that yeah. to be on track because mm-hmm. the comedian tells you actually how it is, mm-hmm. what the truth is, yeah. what the people are yeah. thinking. Yeah. And that's why the left attacks yeah. comedy first. Yeah, that's why they expelled Little Britain from Dutch television. Yeah, well, they've expelled it from British television. Yeah, but why don't they expel the movie White Chicks, where this black guys uh, act like white, white girls, they make up. And there's there's a, there's this black uh, Dutch. He calls himself comedian, but it's not funny. Jan Dino Asporaat. He 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 acts like a, a white uh, woman from Rotterdam, like a stereotype. What mm-hmm. if it was the other way around? That w- that would have been a problem. Do you mean? Do you think I should start acting like a black woman from Rotterdam? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. All right. Uncle Tom, it's hey. been great having you on the Pushing Rubber podcast. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yes, sir. <laughs> Don't you beat me no more. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, shout out to uh, Aaron Clary, uh, also known as Captain Capitalism. He sponsors his blog. You can check him out at captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. He's a funny guy too. Uh, I've met him in real life a few times and you should go and support him, buy his books, listen to his podcast, participate in his asshole consulting firm. Um don't uh, don't buy his uh, pin-up models though because he's got terrible taste in women. Just saying, they're no hot chicks. Uh, if you like this podcast, subscribe to uh, the Pushing Rubber podcast. You can subscribe to my blog, Pushing Rubber Downhill. You can buy my books. Have you read my books, Uncle Tom? I can't read, sir. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week where we'll interview uh, Uncle Tom's girlfriend's best friend (laughs) and get her side of the story. Uh, Until then, ciao.